This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, campers! Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, fair to say Marco Belletti getting every bit is worth. It is 5.04. Where's Erica on the Very fan? verbose. It is the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details, along with the Eddie Scazzeri, all three of us in New York City. Albert Henry Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. I was listening to uh, Sal Akata as I'm uh, prepping for the shows. Yeah. I have it on in here. And, Me too. Uh, I kind of feel bad for the guy. He's going home today, and he's going to end up with a baby. No, he'll be uh, fine. He feels nervous. Oh Well, he should be nervous. I would be, too. I was terrified the morning I got the call. Yeah. I was here. Now you go home with a baby. Well, that was when Matthew was born. I'll never forget. I thought we were going to be in the hospital for three days, at least. And I remember the second day, everything was going well. And the nurse came in and says, you know what? Everything's good. You guys, you're going to go today. I'm like, go where? Home. Today? What about tomorrow? <laughs> so there's no need. Baby's healthy. You guys are good. Your wife's doing well. And so I'll never forget. They wheel her out. They say, pull up the car. And then um, I'm like, who's coming with us? <laughs> Which doctor or nurse will be joining <laughs> Nobody. us? Nobody. And that's that. That's when it really hits you when you're driving home and this tiny little peanut-sized infant is in the car with you. You're like, Who's taking care of that? Yeah, like I sometimes second guess having adopted a dog. I couldn't imagine going home with a baby. It is. It's eye-opening. But you adapt. You figure it out. And next thing you know, they're 25 and you're old. I don't normally enjoy a guest on a program, but Sal had, I, I guess. That was a, good, the doctor. Is that a gynecologist? It says, yeah, his wife's OBGYN. I was hoping the, the, that um, Sal would ask him, like, how many private parts he's seen over the years. Like if he well, could, thousands clearly. Right, could he put a ballpark figure on it? Probably not. And do they mostly look alike, or are they all very different? Oh boy, this would have there been are the, different kinds, Al. No, I'm aware there are different kinds, but over like well, once you see thousands of them, do you start to see? Oh, patterns? I think you're numb to it. You get numb to it. I would think so. I think it's like anything. The more of anything you do, the more it just becomes meh. Like a doctor like that would be able to be a, would be able to study like grooming habits over the years. They could, right? They like, certainly they see different things. I see a lot of things going on down yes, there. Absolutely, and especially if a baby starts making out. its way. Yeah, <laughs> baby's supposed to come out head first or feet Correct. first. Head first. Head first. Yes. Feet feet first is called breach. Correct. That's bad. That's bad because the baby's neck can get caught in the mm-hmm. private parts. Yes, and that's a problem. Correct. Okay. 
Well, very. We wish him all the luck in the world tonight. All the best. Yes. All the best. I'm going to get my uh, vaccine today. Good dose, for you. Dose one. Now, I was someone who questioned the vaccine, Jerry. I did my research. I did talked to many people that I trust. I'm still not a hundred percent sure, but I've made a decision. And I got to tell you, Twitter being the worst thing in the world as it is. Yeah. When I questioned the vaccine. Everyone write to me, calling me a Trumpster, anti-vaxxer, blah, 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 blah. When I say I'm going to get the vaccine, everyone's sending me articles. Top five reasons not to get the vaccine. <laughs> so, Well, you've got a lot of people on both sides of the aisle. You know that. Twitter, you stink. Yeah, no kidding. That's which is why I, you should stay off it when you leave here. Uh, I have you been can't pretty, help yourself. No, I've been... Yesterday I was good. The day before I had a very bad day on Twitter. Yeah, all that podcasting nonsense. Yeah, like I, I lost my mind. So, yeah, you're right, Jerry. Most of the time I should uh, not get involved. I try to, when I do not get involved in the afternoon, I am a much happier person. Here's where free will works for me. I don't give a crap about your podcasting topic. <laughs> I will choose free Holy will. I actually feel bad for you at times. Because you feel because like you're you, such a smart person yeah. that I feel like the dumbest things consume your mind sometimes. Well, because I'm so smart, Jerry, that most people are dumb compared to me, and uh, when and uh, the people on Twitter, I just can't grasp that they don't understand what I'm saying. Like that you're fighting with Twitter trolls. Yeah, you're too good for that. Thank you, Jerry. I listened to my favorite neuroscientist, Sam Harris, the free will guy. And, oh God. And he doesn't go on Twitter either because he says he's constantly battling. That's the best thing I've heard him say. Dumber people. I told you that. Yeah. This guy, I feel like, is going to stand on top of the mountain and preach to you how smart he is. I need a Twitter version, Jerry, where it's all geniuses like me on there. Just very highbrow, high level. Follow one guy, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't How like do I say him. his name? Oh, he's. You know what I like about him? Because I got to go look up what he's what he writes to know what the hell it means. Neil deGrasse, Mike Tyson. Yes, I actually do like him. I, you know why? Because I watched him. Here's where I turned on him in the positive way. Oh, him with Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, see, I Joe thought it was Rogan, fascinating. Yeah, and Joe Rogan, who I never had an interest in, now I do. I am finding people like you turned to a, a Neil deGrasse Tyson fan from that show. I've also found I found the Sam Harris fellow that I like. Through there too, right? I will. That won't happen with me, but I do like the other one. All right, Jerry. Uh, you know how I'm on here, oftentimes telling you how no hitters are very easy to do. Oh, I and... couldn't believe there was another one last night. <laughs> I wanted to shoot myself. And the and... first thing I thought of is this jackass is going to come in and say no hitters are really easy. We already had Holy now God. our second no hitter of the season. They're not easy, and I it's can't only take it. What is the date? It is it's April fifteenth. Should be tax day, but it's not. Uh, that's right. They pushed that back, right? A month, yes. To May fifteenth, right? Uh, so, who is this fella? His name is Carlos Rodin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's Bill Rodin's uh, cousin. <laughs> what do you, Carlos Rodin? Carlos Rodin. He did lose a perfect game in the ninth inning when he hit he somebody did. on the foot. How about that? That sucks. The fact that, and it was an O two pitch. Ah, oh. an O two pitch with one out in the ninth. That's how close he was to a perfect game, yeah. which are, I think you will agree, are yes. incredibly rare. Incredibly so rare. So are the no hitters, but the perfect games even more so. Or like that softball player uh, in college the, the other day. She had a perfect game. Twenty one up, twenty one down, all by strikeout. All strikeouts. That's exactly right. And how so. about this? Is interesting to me because all right, yeah, all right. If I eat through a no hitter, whatever. Um, <laughs> exactly, Jared. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> B the baseballs fly out of the park at an alarming rate. They really do. 
And now we're actually toying with the idea of moving the mound back to give the batter a, a bigger advantage. Why? We are. They are in the minor leagues, Jerry. The independent uh, league. Oh, the independent league. They're yeah. um, experimenting with moving the mound back one foot to give the batters an extra one foot of seeing the ball as it comes in. So in the G League, are we going to move the uh, the basket up to 12 feet now? That would be cool. I mean, there are people that want that to happen. Yeah. Because of the scoring and how good these guys are. Wouldn't shock me and how athletic they are, but I don't know. Moving the mound back. Okay. Aaron I, Boone I called it, quote, Jerry, drastic. I don't know if it's drastic. I think it's unnecessary. But if you've been pitching your whole life up to this point, now you got an extra foot you got to throw it? I don't. That's going to change the way, where your ball breaks. It does, and I think these guys are such perfectionists. They probably will real. I don't know that all of them will notice it. I really? don't. I don't. I, you're talking about a foot. But my point is I don't know what the point of it. Like, we have enough scoring with the home run ball. It's enough. How about we start getting we start putting the ball in play a little bit more and stop swinging for home runs? Like, that's the difference in the game. At least I think it is. So the, I guess they're going to start this immediately, Jerry? No. So the Atlantic League, <laughs> the Atlantic League is going to move the mound back a foot, I believe, the second half of the season, I believe. And then they're doing the DH rule all year. What if they moved it back one inch a week for 12 weeks? You could do that, and then they'd really never notice. <laughs> There's no way you could tell me they would notice that then. If we moved it one inch? No one would notice. No. Please. Although pictures... inch, you know what an inch is? Sadly, I do know what an inch is. <laughs> well, at least three of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's nothing. It really isn't anything. It's the difference between standing in front of the mound or right behind the mound. Yeah. Or the rubber, I should say. The rubber. Three inches and a rubber. That's where the rubber meets the road. That's exactly right. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's goofy to me. The game's fine. Just speed it up by now. Like, make everybody be Aaron Judge. Stay in the batter's box and let's go. How about Aaron Judge? Two home runs last night, Jerry. It, oh, yeah, they lost. Again. Oh, they did lose again. They, they lost did. the series to the Dunedin Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like how I tune in. And the first thing I hear John and Susan talking about is, well, at this rate, they're going to have to go to their bullpen again. I'm like, the game just started. And what's his name? Corey Kluber was on his 57th pitch in the top of the third inning or the bottom of the third inning. Like, good grief. Corey, Corey Kluber. Yeah. He's not exactly the Corey Kluber back in the day. Not if, yet, anyway. If I had to root for an American League team, I'm rooting Toronto Blue Jays. I love it. I, I know, because of the names. I love they got the names that I know from my past, the sons of former players. I love the uniforms. I love that they're not even going to Toronto anymore. I love the the powder blue. I love the Cardinal. No, the, I'm sorry, the Blue Jay head. I love it all, Jerry. They will be back in Toronto this year, though. What? They will be. I think they only signed up for the first 19 home games, I believe. Oh. Now, they could end up staying there a little longer, but I would be surprised if they're not in Toronto at some point this season. I want to adopt the Angels. That's going to be your team? I love California, and I like Mike Trout. That's a cool logo. It is a cool logo, and I want to go there. Right, I haven't so, been to that stadium yet. So your team this year, other than the, the locals, you're going to root for the Angels. I'm rooting for the Blue Jays. Yeah, and I enjoy watching the Dodgers play. And the Dodgers, a lot you're of star two power. teams, so we're taking two well, American no, League and I two Nationals. No, 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 no. I just said I enjoy watching the Dodgers play. That's all. Okay. Nothing more, nothing less. The Mets won yesterday, Jerry. They beat the Phillies. They now, did. They have a day game today with Mr. Jacob DeGrom on the hill. In less than seven hours. Less than seven hours. Yeah. Do you think Jacob DeGrom is awake right now or no? No. 
Not right now. I don't think so. He's got to get his rest. Right out there. Good point. He'll be, up a, a, he'll be up by 7. He's got a small child in the house. He'll be up by he 6.37. Does? He does. Yeah, I, I, I believe that, so. I hope that kid doesn't, you know, disrupt his pitching ability. I think today. he'll be just fine. You know what I read in the paper today speaking about that? The big trend now are people, couples buying homes to where the husband and wife sleep in different bedrooms. They have their own bedroom. Nothing wrong with that. Because the snoring epidemic in this country is so bad. Well, it's snoring, and if you have a different schedule than uh, that your too, wife. Like, we, like I do in my house, that's yeah. very true. I thought that was interesting, though. Hmm. Growing number of couples buying homes to have their own bedroom. Interesting. Then the men could put posters on their walls like it was their <laughs> old uh, high school Can bedroom. I bring my Alyssa Milano poster yeah. from when I was a teenager back? <laughs> I'll put up my Paulina Portskova. I had Elizabeth. Too. Poster. Elizabeth who? From wrestling. Uh, <laughs> do you have the macho man's wife up on your wall? Well, they weren't married at the time, uh, were they? Probably not. No. I had Yeah, those were the two I had. Elizabeth, the wrestling valet, and Alyssa Milano. Yes, that is true. When I was a teenager. I had Paulina Portskova. Now I, you could get another one of her now because didn't she, didn't she just do another shoot? She did. Yes. 55. There you go. Why, why don't you put that in your Bradley Beach pad? I mean, clearly you decided to buy a condo with no regard for your girlfriend to make sure you can keep your separate life separate. Why don't you put that up? Maybe I do in my bedroom, Jerry, a, a picture of me from high school, a picture of Paulina Portskova from high school, picture of me now, a picture of Paulina now. The only thing would be, are you going to wear the gator scarf in your picture yes. now so that we can see two grandmas together? <laughs> yeah, I don't want anyone else. <laughs> seeing my neck i also had a poster of janet jones who's wayne gretzky's wife really now why what did she do i know she was an actress what was she ever in she was in uh the movie about a gymnast she was not the gymnast though i forget what it was called okay but she was in that movie and i was very taken by her jerry she had freckles on her chest all (laughs) all jokes aside wayne gretzky went wound up in la yeah because his wife wanted to have this acting career. I think that was part of it. Why when they when Edmund didn't want to trade him, they sent him to Los Angeles. Right? I believe that was part of the story and part of the deal there. Did her career ever blossom? It did not blossom. Okay. I wasn't sure. There was no blossoming of a career. There was not. No. It, and then they got into some illegal stuff, didn't she? Is that right? Wasn't there some... I got to check I this during know. the break. Was Eddie, do you remember this... Wasn't Gretzky's wife Janet Jones was yeah, doing illegal things? I there was Google that, Jerry. but I'm not necessarily I doing illegal things. I think part of a group that did illegal things. Like I don't think she did anything, but I feel like was tied into something. Like what? Kidnapping people? Jerry? No, I mean, no, no, about? nothing stupid like that. No, no, no. Let's take a gambling break. ring controversy. That's it. How about That's that? It. I knew In it was something like that. Yes, uh, gambling right. ring financed by. Phoenix Coyotes assistant coach Rick Tockett. What did you just say? Did you just Tauchet? say Rick, Rick Tockett? Yes. Oh, God. That's Al. right, Jerry. Do you watch anything? <laughs> Phoenix Coyote hockey? No. Rick Tockett was a great player no for the does. Flyers. Is that right? Yes. So oh, you say, Jerry. You, you just called him Rick Tockett <laughs> and Carlos Roden. <laughs> Oh, you've, throws, had, you've had a rough week. <laughs> the guy throws a no-hitter. <laughs> I don't even know his name. Sorry, Rick. How about this Carlos Rodin? <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. What are you how are you saying it? Rodan. Rodan. Rodan? Yeah. Carlos Rodan. That's that's how I've always heard it. I've never heard of Rodin. <laughs> Good for you, Carlos Rodan. No hitter. Too bad you hit that dude in the foot. 
in the ninth inning or you'd had a perfect game. Call. <laughs> have you been injured at work? <laughs> Call Roden and touch it. <laughs> They'll get the money. What other names did you butcher this week? Oh, so many of them. Jamison Tylol. Tylol. <laughs> God help us. Who are you? You're at the, oh, the law office of Ro- Rodon. Roden and touch it. Roden and touch it. <laughs> have you eat, Have you taken Zantac pills over the years? When I see that ad, I took Zantac for like. <laughs> for a decade. <laughs> over a decade every day. <laughs> well, call Roden and touch it. <laughs> I got some money heading my way. You very well might. All right. We have a break coming our way right now. It's 519. Don't go away because Al's got something to tell you. And then we got so much. We haven't even started. And then Boomer and Geo. Absolutely, Jerry. Uh, as you may remember, I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary in my Bradley Beach condo, and I'm very happy with my purchase. If anyone's looking to buy or a first-time home buyer, finance through Carney Bank. That's what I did. I've had the best experience so far with them. Uh, they were very personable, efficient, made the entire process super easy. Visit CarneyBank.com for more information and the benefits of their first-time home buyer program. You will not regret it. It's CarneyBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. All right, April 15th, usually tax day, but as is the case with almost everything these days, we just make it up as we go along. Last year, we didn't file taxes till like June. This year, hey, we'll do it in May. So if you're waking up now, you still have another month. You're kind of good to go. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6. Warm-up show until then. So many topics. We've talked about OBGYNs this morning. We've talked about uh, Al butchering names. we got a whole bunch of stuff to go. I did my taxes already, though, so I'm uh, happy about that. Yeah, you're one of those guys, like, on January 2nd, you do your taxes. Yeah, I like that. But what's... I don't want to admit this, but, you know, sometimes I'll do my taxes, and all of a sudden I get a form in the mail. I'm like, too late. You did it already. (laughs) I did this already. You know what happened to me last year? We filed our taxes, and... (laughs) With the, the new laws that are in place, we pay. Me too. And last year, I paid on tax day. My accountant, the great Rich Stark, filed electronically. All good. To this day, they still say we didn't file taxes. Is but they right? took my money. That's a government conspiracy going against you, Jerry. Well, at least I have a receipt that them taking my money. So it should be fine. I think they uh, injected you with some sort of tracing device when you got the vaccine. No, I don't think that's the case. And uh, they know you haven't paid your taxes. I did pay my taxes. I have a receipt. Well, then they're incorrect. Exactly. Hmm. That's exactly right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jerry, yesterday he, uh, I think he Instagrammed or tweeted out uh, some of his sticky notes that he has as a reminder on set when he's doing Jeopardy as to what to do. I love this idea. Idea like like, uh, keep the energy up. You know, this sort of thing. But there was one yellow post, you know, that said, uh, don't pick your nose or your butt. Well, he's right. He's on Jeopardy. Right. But that must mean that he's a nose-picking kind of all-day-long guy. He must no, it doesn't. pick at his nose. No, it doesn't. That's here's what here's it. what it means. Have you ever just you got a, you got an itch? Yeah. doesn't mean your finger's way up your nose to, to your eye sockets. Right. It just means you, 
you grab once in a while. And sometimes you do things unconsciously. Well, now there's a camera on you and you've got millions of people watching you. I get it. It makes right. sense. Like I go, so for instance, now there's not millions of people watching the Moose and Maggie show on, mm. uh, what is that on? Twitch. On Twitch. But the camera's on when I'm in there. You got to be careful because right. here's what happens. You creeps out there, they screen grab stuff and then they post it. Right. I mean, come on. This is Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy. Right. There's this a lot of people watching. Is Jeopardy. I know uh, just the, the, the last week that I was home uh, and in front of the camera the whole time, I did go for the inner right. grab of the it thumb happened. into the nostril. I was like, what am I doing? Right. Camera's on you. Camera's on. And you know who sees it all? CBS Sports Network. <laughs> right. All of those people, whoever's connected to those cameras sees it. Like right now, we're not on TV. They're watching. They're watching us, Jerry. I never, I've told you the story before when me and Sal were working at MLB.com. We were doing a baseball, like, it was kind of like a baseball, and I forget what the name of it was, but it was, we were doing, the games are going on, and we were discussing them as they happened, and then we would give you the recaps with highlights as the games finished. It's like a five-hour show. It was a blast. I never knew so much baseball in my life because it was nonstop. And what was this on? MLB.com oh, at the okay. time. The video stream. It was really good. As a matter of fact, before Jeff Passan became like Jeff Passan, he was like our guest every Saturday. He was, and But then he ended up going to ESPN, but whatever. So long story short, we would get there. Let's say the show we did was, I think it was 8 to 2 a.m. on Saturday nights. But we would be there by 5, 5.30 because you want to prep for the games that already happened on Saturday and you're kind of going over the highlight packages. Well, on the screen we had, we had the live shots of every stadium. We saw sideline reporters doing things that they would never want people to know that they were doing. Picking their butts. There's always someone watching. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. in that case. Also, conversations that they probably wouldn't want being heard. Oh, right. You know, some very rude to the producer. Mm-hmm. You know, others were very friendly, very light. But, like, you saw every and heard everything. So right now, Stephen Waldron, we're coming after you. That's right. Bury these tapes. I have seen people more more so than usual. When I when I'm driving, I see a lot of people doing the picks. They pick in their, their car. They their feel dogs. like they're safe in their car. Yeah, they feel like there's not clear windows all around them <laughs> that no one's watching. That no one's. Well, watching, I think there's yeah. no regard because you don't know who the people are. You don't care. Right. Right. Who's this person driving by me? I'll never drive by them again. So look at you want to look in my window? Here's a pick for you. <laughs> Just digging for gold. I'm knuckles deep right now. You know what I did appreciate about the Rogers sticky notes, sticky notes, whatever the you call sticky them. Sticky notes. Whatever they're called. Uh, the post-it notes, yes. You had two that were, I mean, that was certainly a big one for sure. But then you had something that's very intriguing to me, and I forget exactly how we wrote it, but it was energy mm-hmm. and speak slowly. Yes. That is really hard to do. To have enough energy, but to then keep the pacing proper so that you're not, like, I've certainly been guilty of it. Sometimes you speak too fast for your mind and you don't get the words out. So he's got that little note, speak clearly, slowly, but you got to keep the energy up. Hard to do. Yeah, you know who speaks really fast? CeeLo, when he does an update. Is that true? Man. Especially when he goes on that NFL channel. But they're timed. I know. On one of those football Sundays, he's like... And that, I'm like, what? wait, the Jaguars, what? That's the two-minute drill. Guess yeah, how much time you have. Two minutes. Right. And especially I hear him sometimes at the start of the two-minute drill, he's doing a story, and I'm like, you're going to have to speed this up? Yes. 
That's exactly and right. And then he does, and I can't understand what's going on. Well, I always tell you that. That's where I be, I can't, got good at that at sports phone. Being timing it out Because perfect. sports phone, we had 56 seconds. It was a one-minute call. And so by the time you clicked on to go, you had like a one-second lead. And then there's you had to keep like two seconds free at the end so you didn't get clipped. So you had 56 to 57 seconds to get all the games in. And then on Saturday, there'd be like an overflow line. So if you called and didn't get the game you wanted, you had to call them another 99 cents to call the second line. <laughs> but you had a, how about a college football Saturday? It was brutal. You had to fly through those games. Why didn't people just look it up on the internet? Yeah, that was uh, pretty new at the time. Oh. That literally was just becoming a thing. The internet when you were doing yeah, sports this, phone? Yeah, for me, I did sports phone. Don LaGreca hired me there in 98, I believe it was. Yeah, I feel like I first got a computer in 1998. Yeah, that's right about there. the time, right. And I remember it was like the coolest thing, like, look at this internet. <laughs> like, It wasn't dial-up anymore. Right, and you had it, this giant monitor. You got the cable modem, and it was like really quick. And a giant computer. Yeah. Well, not in the beginning. You had AOL discs to get you. I had Earthlink. Uh, Earthlink discs. Of course I did. <laughs> Prodigy. <laughs> I didn't like AOL because I felt like <laughs> everybody had it. I'm like, yes. I got to find something different. Yes. I liked Earthlink. So I had an Earthlink email Earth address. I People still, when they call up and win prizes here and I ask for their email address, they give me an Earthlink address. So you could still have the email? You can. So that means my email is still out there somewhere. It still works. I wonder how much password. spam mail I have at this point. Your password's probably Herschel Walker. It, it's. I can tell you this. <laughs> it's either something to do with Herschel Walker and the number 34 or Daryl Strawberry right. and the number 18. <laughs> because when passwords became a thing, almost everyone had something to do with Daryl. Here was a good one I had. Daryl 1844. What was the 44? Oh, good Lord. His other, he wore that uh, as a second number? In L.A. In L.A. Okay. All right, how about That's this one? one? What number? This was another one I did. Daryl 1839. I don't know the 39. Yankees. Oh. He also wore 26 with the Yankees, I think his first time around, I believe. Oh, oh. Briefly. I'm pretty sure. And he wore with the Giants, what number? 18. 17. How about on the St. Paul Saints? That I don't remember. Yeah, me neither, actually. <laughs> I don't know, but that'd I did a, follow him in the newspaper. That'd be a good password then to have. St. Paul Saints, Daryl Strawberry number. That's a big That's a big password right mm. there. It's a lot of letters and numbers. Quick, another One more quick story before the break. Oh, I thought you had one. <laughs> no, okay. I'm talking to Eddie. <laughs> uh, in, in other uh, game show host slash former quarterback or current quarterback news, this is a former quarterback. Peyton Manning is going to host College Bowl it's a revival Not that interested. they're doing on NBC this June. Not interested. By the way, somehow all of the Mannings are involved in this. Well, you saw that Cooper's got a new podcast. He does? Cooking Soup with Coop. No one cares about that. I didn't no say one's... he did. I just, but they're trying to stay relevant. Okay. Eli, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Eli is getting a an executive producer role on this College Bowl revival. Let me ask you this. If Peyton Manning offered you to be his Chief of Staff. Oh, would you take it? Yeah, Chief right. of so Staff. So you can mock them all you want, but if a nice little paycheck came your way, oh yes, you'd be in just like Eli's in. And so, also, you're, you're familiar with Peyton's places. Well, next year there's going to be something like Eli's places focusing on college football. Right? Yeah, not interested. I'm not watching that either. Could not be less interested. I'd be. I'll, I'll watch. Right, <laughs> dork. Will you watch College Ball, Eddie, uh, with, uh, hosted by Peyton Manning? It's a game show? It's a game show no, where they pit not, college students no. like your school against another school. Not Couldn't be even remotely interested not in that. 
Not interested, Peyton. You're going to get a zero. I mean, I'll be interested in watching the funny clips because he's funny naturally. So I'll see those. And uh, because Jerry will play them and away we go. Right. Because I'll what? You'll play them. You'll play some. Uh, I'm going to have to. It's called looking for material. You'll play some hilarious clips for us, Jerry. If it's hilarious. 25 in front of six. That's not funny. We only got 25 minutes to go. And then Boomer and Geo right here on your fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back. Good night for the Knickerbockers. They did win last night. The Mets, I mean, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, we got 20 more minutes to go, and Al's got about 17 more stories to get to, so let's hit it. I did see, speaking of the Nets, Jerry, that, uh, well, you didn't have no KD oh, it's last disgraceful. night. No LaMarcus Aldridge. I'm tired of it. No Blake Griffin. No James Harden. It really, the, the Harden thing, fine. I think he's legit injured. This other stuff is such a bunch of crap. And then I see that Steve Nash said you may not get any Nets games with our entire roster. Not to the playoffs. I mean, look at what we're looking at. How many games are left? 16? 16 games left? Something like that. It can't be many. They're what? They're 37 and 18 with the loss. That's 55 games. So they have 17 games left. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't expect to see them until the playoffs. Do you think you will see all of them in a game in the playoffs? I think they'll all play in the playoffs. You do? Because I think this is all basically in preparation of the playoff run. Hmm, so you I think? do. They've made a, I hate to say it, but they have made a mockery of what this league is. They are mocking the regular season. They are because they know they're really good. They know they can beat just about anybody, if not everybody. And I understand it's about winning a title. I get it. And you want the guys to be healthy. Well, if that's the case, then let's just have a tournament every year and not even play. I Honestly, what's the point? There is none. Do you think there will be interest in the Nets if they make a deep playoff run? Yeah, there is because like it's still locally. Durant. Because we know See, nationally, again, yes. this whole thing that they're not interested, there's no interest locally to me is a farce. They get better ratings on yes than the Knicks are getting on MSG. Is that right? Last time I checked, yes was in this area. They are. They're very local. So I do think there's interest in them. I think there will be interest in them, and it will be it'll be continued. You know, here's the thing too: you have a lot of haters of them, which draws interest. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. We have two on the show, as we know. You know what I say, Jerry? Don't hate the player, hate the game. No, I think in this case they hate the players. They hate players. Yeah, and the team and the game. Yeah, they don't seem to care for James. Uh, well, I like James. I, you know what's so funny about that is it's almost like now Harden is the good guy. Right, when he was coming here, Evan was calling him fat. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Dribbling and just being fat and just dribbling. And now, I mean, that guy came in where people had a bad attitude about him. He turned it around. Because he became a triple-double machine and an assist machine. And he wasn't playing a selfish game. And he's really changed his game from at least what I thought it was. And he's been great. He just needs to get back on the floor. And I will say this, too, listening to Durant and his podcast and po- I love the guy. I really do. I like watching him. But I will go back to what I said prior to the year. This team was ready to win already. 
You didn't need Blake Griffin. You didn't need LaMarcus Aldridge. And I didn't think you needed James Harden. Once they got Harden, to me, that was enough. And it's just overkill. I, you know, I loved the idea of Durant and, and Irving with all the young talent they had. It felt like it was the Nets. So for all you Net people that hate me because of my feeling, I can't help it. Do you have a message for them? Like, go screw or no, something? No, 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 nothing like that. No, I'm not going to give you what you want there. No, <laughs> no. You're not going to give us a heartfelt message to the Nets fans who I am not. Don't I like, like the Nets fans. No, of course not. No, and it's still fun to watch. I'm not saying it isn't. And when they win a championship, it'll be fun if they win a championship. But damn, you better win a championship because you just gave away a lot for this. Yeah, it seems like the, that uh, everyone is assuming a Nets championship. I think everyone is assuming the Nets in the in the NBA Finals. Now, that That's having true. been said, this Joel Embiid is pretty damn good. And I don't think they're going to roll right through the Sixers like people think they're going to. Or the Bucks, for that matter. And that was another one. And I don't know if he's hurt or not. I just noticed Giannis didn't play last night either. Giannis and Tampa Tatuco. <laughs> yes, Al. He did not play. <laughs> he did not play last right. night. His brother played. He did not play. What's his brother's name? Uh, Thanasis. Thanasis. I think. I forget. There's Giannis and Thanasis. And then there's another one on the Lakers. Wow. And I forget his name. Yeah, well, they played together in the in the same game last, uh, about two weeks ago, I yeah. think. In L.A. That's cool. I forget the other. Three brothers. Antetokounmpo's name. And Antetokounmpo. What are the chances, <laughs> statistically, that you get three brothers playing in the NBA at the same time? It's got to be well, I believe astronomical. In the, I believe in the same game, it's only happened twice. Twice. That was the Holiday Brothers. And now the Antetokounmpo brothers. I believe it's only happened twice. So I would say probably one in a billion. So very, very small percentage. But there's a chance. There is a chance, Jerry. As we have seen it happen. I see that the Browns have signed Jadavion Clowney. Well done, Al. Thank you. That's the football fan in you. He's going to play opposite Miles Garrett. Now, if this was Clowney at his peak... That's some trouble on the defensive line. Could man. be. Where are we at with this uh, Jadavion Clowney? Here's Is where he we're at. Still good, Jerry. Is he? It's a guy playing for a contract. He got a one-year deal. Okay. So he's looking for more. I don't, how old is he now? Did you have that in the story? Do you want me to Google that, Jerry? You didn't Google that. I figured that might have been in the it, story. Though. It's probably in the story, Jerry. He's got to be read... north of thirty. No, Jadavion. or right around thirty. I feel like he's been around a while, Jerry. He is. 28 years old. Okay, so he's right around. So he's not quite there yet. I would think he's got a lot of football left. And one-year deal, $10 million bucks, love it. I would absolutely love it. That we'll could be a dominating defense it if could they be. get it together. Yeah, it could be. Absolutely. That's, um. what do they call that? AFC, they're the North now, right? Yes. AFC North-style football. Defense. In the snow, in the mud, in the dirt. Yeah. In Cleveland, in the a winter in Cleveland. With a defensive... Just stop right there. A winter in Cleveland. No thanks. <laughs> with a dominant defensive guy on each side. There's like when we go... When I go to Michigan State with Rutgers, we go to East Lansing. It is so depressing there. Yes. Because it's always dark, gray, either drizzling or snowing. And it's just like, oh. And then we'll see like highlights from Pepperdine. <laughs> It's like, why? Why right. can't we why? be playing in the Pac-12? Why do we choose to live where oh, we live? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Like and there, then we do nothing about it. Like, there are people that choose to go live in Cleveland. 
I don't think anybody chooses to go live in Cleveland. You just think their family has to you're live there. Bo- yeah, I think you're yeah. born into it or you go there for a job. Same here. Like, New Jersey, we have nice weather probably for half the year, and then half the year it's crap. I can make the case, though, You like, for instance, where you are now. Yeah. I think that's a really cool place to live. I could make the case that that's appealing, okay. even in the winter. Right. Even in the winter. Cleveland? Cleveland is not appealing in the winter or the summer, probably. Well, no, I'm sure they're oh, nice places in, in the, the summer. summer, but I think the winter is so brutal. Yeah. No, and probably longer winter. No thanks. They could be smacking around some quarterbacks, though, those two dudes, Clowney and Miles Garrett. They should be really good next year. Yeah. What do you think the odds for the Browns to win the Super Bowl is next year? Super Bowl? Not great, because you still have the Kansas City Chiefs. You do. That is very true. I but, saw Brian Baldinger said that Zach Wilson is the combination of Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Is that right? That's oh, what he said. That's going to be awesome. That is what he said. I hope he's right, Jerry. That will be awesome. Uh, in other news, uh, you would know that STD stands for sexually transmitted diseases. I've heard that, yes. Yeah. Never had one. Uh, me neither. Um, thank goodness. It's at an all-time high Now, right why now. is that? I would six, think people are staying away from people, like six feet apart. I don't guess not. Let me ask you this. In this day and age of mask wearing, how do you meet someone? Uh, that I don't know. Online. Everyone's meeting online. And then they're spreading their STDs. So you meet Syphilis, on... Chlamydia, mm-hmm. gonorrhea, all those. <laughs> uh, there's a bad scene if you get herpes, Jerry. It never goes away. Correct. It never goes away. You have herpes the rest of your life, huh? It says in the United States, there's 2.5 million reported cases of chlamydia. Chlamydia. Gon- gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. And syphilis. And that would have been a good thing to ask Sal's OBJ. Syphilis. G-Y-N. Like, why is this happening yeah. now? Why is this happening? I did read at one point that... Uh, they were blaming the older crowd, the senior citizens. Oh, so this is I'll me. use <laughs> <laughs> I do not have chlamydia. <laughs> so this is not the younger age. Right. These are the ones that are doing the dirty. What's, what's <laughs> in funny the is old age homes. We're we're in an era of sharing too much information. Yes. Like people will tell you anything. Still people will not admit to having V D or S T D. Yeah, it's not a great thing. That's not a great like as much as someone wants to say, I'm honest, I'm an open book, no one's gonna tell you they have chlamydia. But how do you think that conversation goes? Uh like on a date? Yeah, I like mean with anything. Starting to get serious. Like you have herpes. You come in and tell Eddie that. Right. Like why would I how tell does Eddie that conversation I have go? You just said everybody's comfortable with telling people everything. Right. So here's the conversation. Eddie, hi, I'm Al. I have herpes. I have herpes. Have you heard of it? No, I'm saying it must be tough like in a relationship. To disclose that you have a sexually transmitted disease. Well, yeah, and that's got to be one of the first things you say, isn't Date it? Date other people with herpes. Well, I don't think it's one of the first things you say. But then how... I think so what, it's got to be before you become active with them. Then. Correct, but I think what you do is... You, you hook first, them? Yeah, first you got to lure the person into your personality and them liking you. Then you go, they go, I really like you. I hope this goes further. Me too, but I have chlamydia. I'm so sorry to hear that, Al. <laughs> So that's when you reveal it, right? Once you have herpes, you always have herpes. So it'd be nice to date someone else with herpes so you don't have to have the herpes conversation. (laughs) I bet you you think there's a a dating site for people with STDs? I know there's specifically dating sites for herpes because we've done stories on the post game podcast about it. We have. Yeah. Well, that must be where that last uh, soundbite came yeah, from. I believe it is. All right, we got to take a break. Because the other ones are curable. If you have syphilis, you could take the antibiotic and get it, get it away. 
the herpes that sticks with you. Wow. 551. Al's going to tell you something that has nothing to do with herpes, thankfully, because let's move on. This has nothing to do with herpes. This has to do with why are you still paying rent? I bought a condo a year ago, and it feels great to build equity in my own home. It's already worth more than when I purchased it. If you're looking to buy or if you're a first-time home buyer, finance through Carney Bank. They changed my entire outlook on the mortgage process. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers savings like a 30-year discounted rate and down payments as low as 5%. Don't hesitate. Visit CarneyBank.com. That's CarneyBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, we're going to vacate the studio, make way for Boomer and Geo, but we'll wrap it up next. First, an Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence on the no-hitter. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, coming up on 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo in a moment. Knicks won, Nets lost. They played nobody, basically. Mets won, and the Yankees lost yesterday afternoon. Al, go for it. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, there's going to be a UFC fight in Las Vegas, July 10th, full crowd. I saw that. Full capacity know. they're expecting. I don't know if people have to be vaccinated. Uh, my guess is you probably have to wear a mask. I would think masks will be required for sure. Full crowd, though, is really interesting because, like in New Jersey with the uh, with the Devils, um, no vaccination required, but you have to wear a mask and you get your temperature checked. But they're only allowing 20% capacity or so. A full house in Vegas seems aggressive to me, but if it's done the right way, okay. I mean, I'm not going, but... I'll certainly watch or at least take notice. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I still can't get into UFC. I I still don't like guys getting punched in the face, like for reals. Like I'll watch pro wrestling, but I don't like seeing like real full face to fist contact. So it's never been your. What about boxing? Uh, boxing is a little more like I could take boxing. So it's not the fist to face that bothers you. It's yeah. The overall pounding and bludgeoning yeah, of a person. I, yeah, I guess it's like in boxing. At least they're wearing gloves, and I feel like. Even if you get punched in the face, it's not going to bloody your face all that much. Want to try? Want me to hit no, you? No, I would rather not. I got boxing gloves in the car. Uh, no. Why do you have boxing in case you get into an altercation on the no, street? We, <laughs> I, no, I still do kickboxing uh, classes. Well, <laughs> trainings great. with my buddy. That'd be great if you did. It got into like we a road rage. We are your home <laughs> for Yankees talk, tickets, and every game. And coming up today in the 8 a.m., noon, and 5 p.m. hours, we've got tickets for the Bombers and Braves next week at Yankee Stadium.